today's show. Let's go, baby. Let's go. The Dallas Mavericks beat the Phoenix Suns in game seven. By a margin of victory that doesn't even comprehend or compute in my head. How did the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic just dominate the Suns from start to finish? We'll talk about that and more. And of course, we got to let it ride. Let it on ride today's Lucky Man. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Let's go! Woo! Wait, wait, do uh, does this team uh. have another game? Do they have another game left? Let it ride! Let it ride! Let it ride! Get out of here! <laughs> Oh my gosh. Western Conference Finals, baby. Western Conference Finals, baby. Oh, let's go. Got the bottle opener. Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can let it ride. You can let it ride with us. And the best way to help grow the show is to comment Mavs in seven below. And also, it's time. Go to Lockdown Suns. <laughs> oh, it is time. And it comment time. Mavs in seven. Just comment Mavs in seven on there. Let's get 500. Can we get 500? Let's get I mean, 500. I mean, if y'all want to say Suns in four, you can. No, but. just do Mavs in seven. Oh, my God. We'd like to thank today's sponsor of Lockdown Mavs, Sakara Nutrition. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish. Go to sakara.com slash lockedon20 or enter the promo code lockedon20 for 20% off at checkout. And joining me, as always, my co-host contributor, writer at mavs.com. Hey. The Game 7, sir, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I mean, if, if you just... You kind of just sit here and wait for it. You might be able to wait. Is is the Kardashian Pez dispenser talking? Because I didn't hear anything His from Kmart him. His Kmart order game. didn't come in. His Kmart order didn't show up. The Kmart layaway hasn't been paid off yet. My gosh. What I'm, a beatdown. I mean, <laughs> who Holy could have crap. predicted that? Like, literally, no Mavs. Like, if any Mavs fan had said, hey, what if I told you? Let's play our favorite game. <laughs> What if I told you the Mavericks would win by 33 in game seven against the Suns, that Luka would play 30 minutes, that Jalen Brunson <laughs> would score two points in the first half, that the Mavericks would, like, they didn't even take 43s. <laughs> like, Jason start- Kidd post games just said, a lot of people said this was going to be a blowout. Well, they were right. That was Jason Kidd post game. Let's go. We we normally record after post game, but we were too hyper. Like, hey, we got to record now. 
That was amazing. Literally, we we ran out of music. We ran out of music, and that we was ran out right there, right when you said they were wrong. Oh Hold my up. gosh! Do we need to run it back? <laughs> I'm looking. Up. No, 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 no. Oh, don't get me going. How many people is gonna kind of comment and say, "How many has Isaac had?" <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wearing sunglasses today, so. Listen, guys, I don't smoke. I don't really drink. So, oh my I hate gosh. to burst your bubble there. An incredible, incredible game for the Dallas Mavericks. It doesn't make any sense, but we're going to try to make it make sense today. How did the Mavericks get this win? How did the Mavericks beat the Suns by this amount of points? Like, <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Mavericks win 123 to 90 points. One of your keys before, the, before game seven was to hold the Suns under 100 points. Well, they did that. They held them to 27 in the first half. At the 10-minute mark in the third quarter, Luka had 30 points, and the Suns had 27 points. He was outscoring <laughs> them by himself. And honestly, I tweeted this before the game because I was taking my dog for a walk in the blazing Texas sun. <laughs> and, and I was thinking about Mavs Suns all day, as you listening probably were too. Just couldn't think about anything else except for Mavs Suns Game 7 all day. Yeah. While I was thinking about the, the actual sun because it was hot. <laughs> and, I, and I started to think. This Mavericks team has gone through so much as a team. We talk about their chemistry. We talk about how resilient they are. They have the most comeback, you know, comeback wins in the regular season from down 10 in the NBA this year. They've had more games where Luka Doncic has been trapped and doubled. And they started out the season 16 and 18. They had to fight to get their season back to get into the playoffs. They had to fight to get out of seventh and try to avoid the play-in. They had to fight to get out of you know the fifth seed and to be able to secure home court advantage in the first round they had to fight when Luka Doncic went out in the first you know when Luka Doncic went out for the first three games against the Jazz those the rest of the team had to fight there they had to fight when they were down 2-0 against the Suns their backs were against the wall their season is basically over if you go down 3-0 so this is that was a must-win game for the Mavericks and they came out and won that game and then their season was on the line again in game six game six depending on who you ask if it's Jason Kidd he didn't think so but Mavericks had to win that game. This Mavericks team has had their backs against the wall and has had to play with more effort and intentionality more times than than the Suns have for sure. Because the Suns started out the season what like one and three, and since then it's just been a breeze for them. They haven't lost three games in a row all season. They hadn't gone into a, a situation where they were where they were needing to. All right, we gotta win this game. Okay, we gotta do this. Okay, we gotta play our guys forty minutes. They didn't need to do that stuff. They, you know, they struggled a little bit against the Pelicans, but there was not a moment where you felt like the Pelicans were going to win that series. There was moments where you thought, oh dang, the Jazz are going to beat the Mavericks in the first round. Oh dang, this Suns team is going to beat the Mavs in this first round. And the Mavericks' resilience and the Mavericks playing with that kind of intentionality for so long in this season was either going to wear them out and they were just going to be so dead tired for this Game 7, or they were going to come out and say, hey, this moment is not too big for us. Luka has been in this moment. Dorian's been in this moment. We've had guys that have played in huge games. This moment is not too big for us, and we're going to come in and we're going to take this game in Phoenix and come out and go to the Western Conference Finals, and that's what they did. There, I mean, we could just play the whole like comment back right there. I saw your tweet and I was wondering because you, the way you presented, it, you're like, hey, is this going to hurt the Mavs or is it going to like be a positive thing for the, the Mavs? narrative was going to go either way. If the Mavericks had lost this game and the Mavericks had lost by 20, then it would have been like, oh, they just they they ran out of gas. It was just too much for them. They just they had played with too much force, too much too much effort throughout these last couple months. Tim Cato and I were talking about it before 
game six, we were like, man, if they lose this, then maybe it's just the Mavericks have just been playing balls to the wall like 40 minutes a night, some of these guys, for a while now. And they were just either going to run out of gas or it was going to work to weather them and condition them to win games like this. Go back to <clears throat> that uh, Utah series and you know, go back to the very last game of the regular season, the calf strain. I mean, we, we were sitting there saying, you've got to be kidding me. Like <laughs> This team, we wanted to see this team post-trade. We saw all the stats. We saw the record after the trade deadline, how good Dallas's record was compared to the rest of the league after they embraced this small ball, after they changed up their whole team and schemes and stuff. And it's like the calf strain happens. And we're like, you've got to be kidding me. Now we're going to play Utah. We don't know when you know Luka's going to come back. We wanted Utah, but with a healthy team. And they 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 held the line. Jalen Brunson had some massive games. Luka comes back. Knock on all the wood that you have right now. It hasn't flared up. And it's just like, and then they, they win that series. And we go into the, this series saying, hey, this is already a win, right? Like, this is already a success. <laughs> this season's They're, already a success, yep. Yeah, it's like win or lose this series. And then even going into game seven, like, hey, we're going to be, like, we're, we're not going to be super depressed if they lose game seven because this is already a win. They took the Suns team to seven games and they freaking won this game like you could have not even given- won they took it and then they squeezed the life out of the suns and i mean their subreddit had to go private they locked their no subreddit <laughs> they locked their subreddit just like the clippers did when what? they lost when they were up 3-1 like it is wild that game tonight and that the- suns team has a ton of answers a ton of questions now to answer in the offseason there was so much talk there's so much crap said about this mavs team so much talking when the Suns were up, and Luca walked through that tunnel. Man, acting tough when you're up. Ain't nobody acting tough tonight. Ever since that moment that Devin Booker gets fouled by Dorian Finney-Smith in Game Five, mm. there's five minutes to go in that game in the third quarter. Okay, and he rolls over. He lays on the ground. He's all dramatic, and he rolls over and looks at the camera and he says, "Oh, that's the Luca special. We all seen it. We all seen the clip." <laughs> Since that moment. Yeah, tell him. There's, there's been nine quarters of basketball that's been played. Tell him. Luka Doncic has 72 points and is a <laughs> plus 55 ever since that moment. And the Mavericks won two games after that. The only two games after that. And they, they just won a game seven. Yeah, that, that's the real Luka special right there. Coming up next, let's talk more <laughs> about this freaking game. <laughs> The teases speak for themselves today. We'll talk about that and more coming up. And Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm I'm gonna have to go buy some felt. Holy Isaac. crap. I'm gonna have I, to go I buy some. I gotta shave the rest of my yeah, beard and just I leave the go team. Some, I gotta go buy some felt. Before we talk about that, we're gonna talk about Sakara, one of our new sponsors. Sakara is uh food that helps you be your best self. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. Sakara helps you live a healthy, balanced lifestyle, and you can truly enjoy it with delicious, plant-rich, transform- transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living in your best body. Now is the time to seek wellness, joy, and abundance in all areas of your life. Starting with what you eat, that's so important. You can do all the you know regimented workouts and stuff you want, but... If you're not getting the right vitamins, you're not getting the right food, you're not putting the right stuff inside your body, that's not going to help you. With Sakara, you get nutrient-dense meals, snacks, and supplements that nourish your body without ever sacrificing taste or quality. Got to love it when they don't sacrifice taste. True Radiance starts on your plate. Made with high-quality organic ingredients, Sakara's plant-rich transformational nutrition programs are expertly designed to deliver real results from reduced bloat. Who, who, do, who out there doesn't need to reduce bloat? 
Like you all gotta, of us. You got to reduce some of that bloat. Chris Paul <laughs> needs see, needs some bloat reducing and ease digestion to clear skin and boost the energy and mood. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in foods as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash locked on 20 or enter the code locked on 20. That's the number 2020. Uh, that's Sakara, S A K A R A dot com slash locked on 20, the number 20 at the end of there, to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash locked on 20. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen today and every day. If you're part of the Raccoon Squad, make sure to check out the Lockdown NBA Big Board podcast. Host Rafael Barlow, DFW native and a friend of ours. And also, he's joined by Richard Stayman a couple times a week over there. He's Mavs Draft on Twitter. They give you an in-depth look at the NBA Draft, Mock Drafts, Player Rankings, and of course, Big Boards. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac Harris. Hey, that's a great pod, by the way. I listened to a couple episodes the other day. Great stuff. Great, great interviews. Pod. Raphael's got an incredible, uh, incredible connections. That's it's they're going places, and I'm I'm happy to be working with them. Luka Doncic in this game, 35 points, 10 boards, and this game, this game is going to break so many of our rules that we needed to have. Like, hey, they got to take 40 threes. Hey, All the rules. Bullock's got to take 10. Uh, Dorian's got to take 10. Luca's got to have at least 10 assists. Luca only had four assists in this game. Didn't matter because he went out there and outscored the yeah. whole Suns team by himself through the first two and a little bit through two quarters and change. Like It was just right from the get-go. And he was getting to his spots early and they were attacking Chris Paul early and they just worked Chris Paul right out of this series. Like right out of the series, he finished with what? 10 points, four assists. Like, he didn't get over 13 points through the last five games of the series. Um, You know, it's funny whenever, like, the injury stuff stops, starts coming up in the second half. Chris Paul is injured, right? It's like, no, bro, he's been playing this way the past you know, four, four games, five games of the series. And how they, I mean, how they legit, like, neutralized Chris Paul is unbelievable. How, how the defensive assignments of... Switching Reggie Bullock on Devin Booker these last two games. Unbelievable. I mean, let's talk about Devin Booker after this. DeAndre Ayton, 17 minutes tonight. Game seven, bro. What What is happening? Somebody asked um, Monty Williams after the game why DeAndre Ayton only played 17 minutes and zero minutes in the fourth quarter. Monty Williams said in his most stern voice ever, according to, to this guy, this reporter, Rohan, it's internal. Mm. And my question is... Is it heart? Is it because he doesn't play with heart? <laughs> it's because he's out there, and sometimes I forget that he's out there, and then he's not like going, you know, full effort all the time. It's it's wild to watch some of these uh, some of these guys play and to say, you know, they play really really good team defense, but when one of those dominoes falls, all of a sudden just the whole thing falls. And in this game, you shouldn't have anybody going, and that's it just it, all fell apart. Going back to what's your point a little bit ago, of. Just you had to almost throw everything out the window of how the Mavericks would get a win in this game seven and say, like, they literally, I saw somebody tweet this during the game and I was like, this is so true. It's towards the end of the game. I said, Dallas literally just had their three best isolation guys, three best, best offensive playmakers, and they just beat the Suns tonight. They just beat them on just every single matchup. Like, just look at the, I know the box score doesn't tell everything. We, we say all this all the time. 
But the box score is wild tonight for the Mavs, okay? Just look at shot attempts. <laughs> Reggie, Dorian, Dwight, four, four, three. Then you look at the bench shot outside attempts. of Dinwiddie. Yeah, shot attempts. Maxi, one, three, four, three, two. Like points. Five, five, six, three, zero, three, three, four. Like all these single digit numbers, six and under. Then you look at these three guys, Luca <laughs> Brunson and Dinwiddie, 35, 24, and 30. Like points. it's just those three guys just said, hey, we're going to outwork you on every single matchup, every single switch. We're going to take advantage of this, and we're going to score and get buckets. Outscore the whole Suns team by themselves, the three of them. See, that that's just unbelievable. And you go to the other side and look at their look at the, Devin Booker. Wait, am I seeing this right? 11. <laughs> wait, is that 11 points for Devin Booker in the entire basketball game? Is that 10 points for Chris Paul? DeAndre Ayton had Paging five Devin points. Devin Booker, Devin Booker, 11% off in the, in the uh, game. Is that your best Kmart impersonation? Sorry. So That's all I got. I, it's just their defensive <laughs> game plan. The red light special is happening over. <laughs> the. It, their defensive game plan these past two games, what Dallas did was just from the opening tip, you know, that first quarter was absolutely, I mean, I, I texted you. I was clamps. like, just cl- put the clamps on them. It was the best defense we've seen them play. The Suns had 17 points in the first quarter. And out after we're all firing our tweets off saying, whoa, 17 points. They had 10 points in the second quarter. <laughs> 10 points it, okay. in the second quarter. Here's something about the Mavs and this Mavs defense. And keep Sean Sweeney at all costs. <laughs> the Jazz Charlotte, were the, get away. the number one offensive rating team in the NBA in the regular season. The Mavericks held them under 100 points a bunch of times. And then this Suns team was number three. Like, this Suns team was one of the best offenses in the NBA. You saw what they did in games one and two. And then all of a sudden, this Mavericks defense changed a little bit, made a couple of adjustments, and then just really, like, bucked up, right? Like, really, really like, all right, yeah. we got to strap in here, and we got to really defend the way that we do. And it's it's been night and day different. We talked about the like the defensive rating all throughout our previews. We're like, hey, the Mavericks have to hold the the Suns to under 106 defensive rating, or at least under 110 defensive rating. That's points scored per 100 possessions. Yeah. 98.9 tonight. And for most of the night when the game mattered, it was at 60. 68 was the last time I checked in the third quarter when the game still kind of mattered. There they had a defensive rating of 68. Like it's just some uh, again. By the way. Not a single full minute of clutch time in this entire series. That's wild. Clutch is what NBA defines as within five points with less than five minutes to go. This series, at no point in the last five minutes was this game, was or these series within five points. It's insane <coughs> the way that it swung back and forth. And this game yeah. was just the, the craziest one. And this is, you know, if you're a Suns fan watching this, welcome. <laughs> the welcome. masochisticness that you have right now. I, I The... I mean, I thought I know I some thought places so, you can go to get some help. I thought so long and hard about pulling up some receipts from Twitter <laughs> over the past week. Um, you know, the one about throwing hands and all this. But you know, if you're <laughs> if a Suns fan, to fight you. yes. If you're if you're a Suns fan and you're and you see this game, like this is the game that we've been talking about. That every team has a game like this. Like you can credit Dallas's defense a hundred percent. Dallas did incredible, had a de- incredible defense, a game plan, and all this stuff. And the Suns looked out of whack the entire game. It looked like Chris Paul and some of them just quit halfway through the game. Like you could For say sure, all of did. that, but but also say 
they just missed some shots too. Like they had some open looks, open threes, some open twos. I mean, DeAndre Ayton there in the first half had a little jump hook that he always hits, just missed it. They missed their shots. And if this is any other time in the regular season, what, what are you saying as a fan? What have we said a million times? It's just one of those games, man. You just kind of yeah, right. rinse and repeat. But this is the part of the playoffs, right? Like you have one of these games on the biggest stage in game seven and you're going home. And it's just... The Suns had just, just one of those games, but the Mavericks also had just one of their games where they just really locked in and were just excellent from start to can't finish. Take the shades anymore. I was gonna say, are we are we done with the shades? I keep thinking I people can see stuff in my in my <laughs> the lenses. <sighs> it's insane. And coming up, we gotta give props to Spencer Dinwiddie. Like absolutely have oh to gosh. talk about what Spencer a time Dinwiddie. to show up. What a finally a time for him to just step up and be and you know, we <laughs> We sent him to bed several times in the series saying, hey, it's done. Like, I don't know if Dinwiddie can make any kind of you know uh, impact in this series. And he proved us wrong, dead wrong right there. So we'll talk about him coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein oh, yeah. bar that tastes like a candy bar. Have you tried the birthday cake puff yet? I have. It's great. I thought it was good, too. I didn't I've like had the- a couple of them. I didn't like the birthday cake, like the straight up one as much, but I did like this one. It's really good with white chocolate around the outside of it. Only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, 9 grams of sugar, and there's sprinkles on the top of it. How can you not like sprinkles? Go get them at Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your entire order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your entire order. Get a variety box. Get a bunch of the puffs. Get a bunch of the other ones. Mint brownies, always solid. Raspberry, cherry barcia. Salted caramel is good, too. Double chocolate is solid. You can get all those bars. Get a great snack for you. Built.com. You don't have to eat, feel bad about eating it, and it'll taste really, really good. Check it out. Locked15 is the promo code. Built.com. I heard that flavor was dedicated to Chris Paul's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, CP. <laughs> all right, Isaac. Spencer Dinwiddie. What a time to step up and step out. And he did it early, too. Dinwiddie, eight points in the first quarter. Came out firing. Hit his third three at the beginning of the second quarter. And by halftime, my guy had 21 points. 30 points total in the game. Two assists. (laughs) The Mavs finished this game game with 14 assists on 46 made shots. (laughs) That is pretty wild. I mean, that that goes back to what you are saying a while ago. Like, the... How they won this game is against everything, right? The game plan is <laughs> so different than what we. Than it's so different. It's so like so many of these things. You're like, how many times does this happen again? How many times does Dallas win about win a you know playoff game where there's not a single player that has over four assists? How many like how many times does the Suns shoot thirty seven percent, thirty eight percent from the field? Like, there's so many we things were, that we happen. Saying, can they hold them under fifty? <laughs> it's thirty eight yeah. in this game. Yeah, and and that's just the crazy part of a game seven. What do you always say in a game seven? Anything can happen, and this is like the least of the outcomes. I mean, being yeah, I mean, we got off the pod yesterday saying, all right, or two days ago, this is basically what's going to happen. It's either going to be a Suns blowout or Dallas is going to win by like six or eight. It's going to be like a close Dallas win or Suns are going to win in the home home arena like it's been the whole series. Nobody predicted this. This a massacre like this. Anyway, this, <laughs> I mean, it, hey, guess. Oh no, dang! I got excited for a second. We, I thought, but, but I thought Sven- we lost the rebounding battle. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you miss that many shots, you can't lose the rebounding battle, right? Like that's. that's we only had four more though. <laughs> but Spencer Dinwiddie, like it was, it was his three ball going early, like hit the th- hit the threes early. 
Like I kind of wonder if it's just like he started his in the first quarter playing with Luca, and I think part of the game plan and part of what Jason Kidd tried to do going into this game. I read a story by by Michael C. Wright where he contrasted the two differences. You know, it was on NBA.com. The differences between how the Mavs were handling their prep and preparation for this game mm-hmm. and how the Suns were handling their preparation. And he was talking about how intense the Suns preparation and practice was before this game that they were just going at it that you know Devin Booker said hey if it's not like this you know then what are we even doing out here you know it's got to be intense like they were like pumping up the pressure on the Suns and the Mavericks Jason Kidd came in and was just as loose and relaxed and as hey you know we're playing with house money here he was kind of taking the same approach that we did like fans fans and the coaches shouldn't be taking the same approach but Jason Kidd was in this instance because he wanted this team to come in relaxed and be like hey this is just, you know, a, a basketball game for us. You know, he's just a basketball player, right? Like, this is just a basketball game. This is an elimination game, I mean. <laughs> and I think another one of the things they tried to do was, hey, Luca, if this is going to be a battle like this, he's got to be ready for the fourth quarter. So, Spencer, you go in and you got to take over, even while Luca's still in the game. And having Luca in the game and having that lead early just gives you such a confidence as a player that, hey – even if I don't score here, it's not going to ruin us as a team, right? It's I don't have to like tighten my sphincter to the point where like, all right, everything I do is so consequential in this game seven because normally it is. You saw what happened in that Bucks, you know, that Bucks Celtics game that there are certain points where like if somebody turns the ball over, all of a sudden it's a ten point lead for the Celtics and the Bucks never got it back, right? It's just it can yeah. snowball away from you so quickly in a game seven because every possession matters. But when you have Luca. That's such a thing to lay back on and say, hey, I got this guy. This guy's got me behind. You know, if he needs to, you know, if, if this t- if it starts to get away from us, he can get us back in this game. Yeah. I mean, Luca, how he started this game, he had his classic start, right? And, oh, yeah. you know, we were Texans like, all right, is this good or Luca, is this? Luca, to start the game, ISOs against Aiton, Dirk, Dirk fade right in the lane. Then, a step back corner three against Aiton. Corner step back corner three. Who does that? Yeah. Then another step back three on the left side. Then he, you know, they keep trying to attack, attack uh, Chris Paul. He hits another Dirk fade. He hits another Dirk fade in, in the first quarter. Like he was just he was going into his bag, and that mid range shot was always been there in this series, and he hasn't gone to it too much, but he started to go to it early in this game, and it started to fall down for him, and all of a sudden it was just like one thing after another, and everything went right for the Mavs. Luca thrives on the biggest stage, and this is what all-time players do. And like they're this game, his averages are going to go down in elimination games, like because exa- he, didn't, exactly. he didn't score enough points. And but here's the thing: if this was even a semi-close game, Luca's having fifty plus tonight. Like he only took eight shots in in the second half, seven shots in the second half tonight, and like they were already up a thirty something. So some of those were just kind of like dumb shots. If they were still running their whole thing, and it's close close game and everything, Luca is easy getting fifty tonight, and it's an even crazier outcome. I mean, he had thirty five, and it felt like it was at ease. And how many of those points he had eight points in the second half? So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was had, it was like the Kobe, you know, when he had when he had sixty something points, like he just didn't need to go back in, and so you're like, well, we'll just keep him out, and so it kept him from getting more. You're like, hey, take the dub. That's what Luca wants. And just how he started that game, how he, I mean, this is just the fun factor of Luca, right? I mean, people were trying to make a big deal, or Barkley and them were laughing pregame because he went over and grabbed the headset and was like, hey, let, I'll do a little pregame interview here. Players don't do that, and Barkley's like, I would never do that. Blah 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 blah. Because Luke is just like so chill. And he's like, bro, I'm just out here having fun. I'm going to do my thing. 
he's hitting these threes in the first quarter. And it was more of when I'm, when I watched that first quarter happen, I wasn't as surprised about Luca. Cause it's like, Hey, I expect you to be this on the biggest stage. This is what you do. And I wasn't, I wasn't walking out of the first quarter saying, Oh, the Suns are in trouble because of Luca. I was walking out of the first quarter saying the Suns are in trouble because of this defense. And man, that defense was, that's one of the best defensive games I've ever seen a Mavericks team play. I mean, it might be the best since we've been covering the Mavericks. I think so. I think that's the best defensive game they've played. It's just. Not start to finish. They allowed 40 points in the fourth quarter, but I mean, it didn't matter at that point. But first three quarters, the best defense we've seen. It's just, I think you underestimate so many, so much of like team chemistry and so much of, you know, a team just believing in each other and being so tight and just like you just underestimate that crap. And they, man, they believe so much in each other and the poise that Jason Kidd has. I mean, him wearing just these flat bills of like 2011, you know, the past few days and the, <laughs> you know, media. They had a walk in cam of him coming into the game tonight. He looked like a player who just came out of practice. He had his sweats on with his, you know, backwards flat bill. It wasn't the one the Rangers got him. He say, got a new the, one. The flat bill that you, that you point out every time. He, he has a new one. But still, it's just like, I feel like they all just kind of feed off that poise as we got this. Think about the teams that are left right now. By the way, one of these teams is winning the NBA title. Dallas Mavericks, Golden State Warriors, Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. Yeah. But think about those three teams. Which teams have better chemistry besides the Grizzlies? And they had John Morant was out, and that stinks for them. But which teams have had better chemistry than those four teams? No. All, all you know, the, the Mavericks have had you know incredible chemistry and continuity. I don't know, since, Miami, since Jimmy, and... That was a thing. But they have their you know heat culture, whatever you want to call it. Boston has had their run where it's very similar to what the Mavericks have done. Very, very similar to what the Mavericks have done where they've been, they started 16 and 19. And so they've been balls to the wall for a while too. And this Warriors team, like they've been together a while. They play, they, they play fun and loose and they turn the ball over a lot. And we'll be previewing that series. And the Mavericks should force a bunch of turnovers against that team. Because if they play defense like this, it's going to be really interesting to see how that, that Warriors team can limit the turnovers because the Mavericks will take, Every single one of those. We'll we'll talk more about the Warriors on tomorrow's pod, we got time, but yeah. but we got time because I'm eat. Um, but but here's the thing, just real quick. We said this before the series, and we'll say it now. If the Mavs beat the Suns, they can beat anybody. They can beat anybody. Yep. So there's no reason why I'm I'm gonna pick them to beat the Warriors. Like, yeah, I think I will too. I will pick them to beat any team now. If they beat the Warriors, I will pick them to win the finals because the you Bucks went up were the against- one team that I, I I thought maybe I wouldn't pick them against if they made the finals, but nobody else yeah. now. Because you go against the Suns team, and they were fully healthy. Okay, yeah. And I, you could say all you want to about Chris Paul and getting older and all this stuff. Booker but missed some time in the first round. No. I don't care about that. Like they had their whole squad that basically won sixty four games, and like you pulled out defensive game plans and individual matchups. Look, look at the different ways that they beat them like this. I mean, look at this game, how we just talked about how weird of a win it was. And they, I mean, them shutting down these guys, shutting down Booker to 11 points in a game seven. The moment was just too big for, you know, the Pez dispenser. And it's like, what? <laughs> look like a Raptor. The Booker <laughs> face just kills me every time. Oh, it's an, it's absolutely incredible. But it's like you beat the Suns, though. You could beat anybody. And we'll say it again. I said it on the other, you know, a few days ago on the pod. I'm not going to Golden State saying, hey, this is going to clean wrap. Let's just fast forward to the finals. No. We got this. It's still Steph Curry and the Warriors and all that stuff. Yeah. 
but you can at least be a little bit more confident going to this series, knowing that you just, I mean, this is the biggest upset in, in the whole playoff so far. Yep, for sure. And I mean, you just beat the number one team that won 64 wins. Like it's, it's insane. Uh, can we throw a little bit more salt on the, on the Phoenix suns? Sure. Going into this yet. game, we said, who has the most pressure on him? It was obviously Chris Paul. Chris Paul is now the first, this is according to stat Muse, Chris Paul is now the first player ever to blow five 2-0 leads in a best-of-seven series in the NBA playoffs. He's the Ooh. only player to blow four 2-0 leads, too, so nobody else has done it more than three times. Uh, 2008 against the Spurs, 2013 against the Grizzlies, 2016 against the Blazers, last year in the finals against the Bucks, and this year against the Mavs. Sign me up for that. <laughs> The Mavericks also had the biggest the 30 points was the biggest lead at any point in a game seven in NBA history. The Mavericks got all the way up to 42 at one point. Oh, 46. Sorry. My, excuse me. Excuse me. Get they that got number to, right. They got up to 46 at one point. It was 41 and our guy. Shut it down. Oh, let's go. Dirk was in the crowd and he tweeted, there's let's go Mavs chance happening right now in the arena. And then he, you know, said he told he told you so to a bunch of people sitting around him. What did it, what would it be to be sitting next to Dirk at a game seven? That embrace between him and Luca oh. on national television was just like, do I need to like get a tissue right now or later? In what way? <laughs> it was just, <laughs> I was crying, Nick. Okay. I was crying. Um, <laughs> God, you're so weird. <laughs> Anyway, back to the game. That embrace was amazing. Love those guys. All right, we're just about to just do peace I've out. I've been the one thinking the, the balls euphemism. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it together over here. How can you keep it together in a moment like this? I'm, I'm trying sorry. to stay professional, okay? Just don't eat. I'm sorry if any of Isaac's pastor friends are listening to the pod today. I'm sure. I'm We're sure. Unhinged. Oh my God. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more guys. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We're a five day a week Dallas Mavericks podcast, but we'll continue to stay seven days a week until the Mavericks are knocked out of the playoffs. Shout out to that guy that was mad at me until I said, until they're knocked out of the playoffs the first time. Incredible moment. Go comment Mavs in seven on uh, Locked on Suns YouTube video today. He'll probably have his number one day of all time. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Peace out, baby. Boom. Now go check me out at Locked on NBA with Jackson.